Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unchained Your Strength Podcast. Today's special guest, we have Claudia Tinidello. Did I say it right? Hello. Yes, you did. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? And I speak a little bit of Italian, but then I get like, blah, blah, I think <laughs> your last name is a little bit long. That's how I got caught up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Claudia, you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Claudia is a web designer. And oh, look, I was picking her friend before we started here. But uh, Claudia, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How you got started? Where you're from? She's got a lovely, lovely accent you're gonna love her <laughs> yes so as you may gather from my accent I'm now British I am Italian I'm from the south of Italy from Sicily and now I live in the UK I've been here 15 years so what I'm doing right now I'm a web designer I'm a, I specialize on Squarespace so I build and maintain all my website on Squarespace I find it I think it's one of the best platforms out there and my specialty is UX which is the user experience so I help all my clients make sure that their website are, first of all, well-optimized, responsive, which means they are compatible with all devices like mobile phone, laptop, desktop, mm-hmm. tablet. They are very easy to navigate, so user-friendly, and most of all on brand, because you may have your brand logos could be pink, and then sometimes you see other colors on the website that don't match your brand and that's they could true. send very confusing <laughs> messages to your user. So that's what I'm doing right now. But before getting to this point, I went through a very long journey. How much time have I got? <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut you off if I fall asleep. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'll be brief. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I mentioned earlier, I'm um, I'm from Sicily, from the south of Italy. In uh, Sicily, the let's say the mentality even today is quite a little bit behind compared to UK mainly. Whereby, if you're a girl or a woman, usually you tend to leave your parents' house only when you get married. So you don't just go and live with your boyfriend. That wouldn't. That's not normal. You that's have to like- get married. So you. And Claudia, you left yeah. 15 years ago, and that's still going on yeah. now. That's it amazing. is. It that's is. <laughs> and I can tell you, when I go back home, and there's still, some of my school friends that haven't got married yet, they're still living with the parents. Wow. They're still in their bedrooms where they grew up. 
Oh my god. So yeah, that's what happened. So you just go from your parents' house to your husband's house. And you usually you're not asked to go and work. Your job is to be a housewife. So to raise the children, clean the house, do the shopping. Because if you do go and find a job and work, that means it's a kind of defeat for the husband because that means his salary is not good enough to, uh, to support yeah. the family. And I've seen that in my family for many generations. My grandmas, my aunties, my mom, my cousins, same age. They just got married, never worked as an employee or as an entrepreneur. Did they at least get married to somebody they love? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I mean, if that's the path they're going to choose to take, I'm like, at least do it for love. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So for them. And that's what happened. So that's what's expected from uh, if you're a female. And growing up and seeing this reality, I really didn't like it. I always wanted to be a very independent person. That's why I spent most of my childhood learning, studying hard at school. Honestly, I don't remember me going to parties or chasing the boys. I was always studying very hard. (laughs) Very, very hard. Mm -hmm. Because I said, I need, I want to go and work. And I want to prove that I'm not just a girl and I'm no one to be the same as the others. Women, I know. And that's what I've been doing. So I got a degree. I graduated from the University of Palermo, which is my hometown. And Claudia, and then, what, was, what was your parents' reaction when you decided to go to school, to, to college? They, they, well, they were very supportive. And also it was like, oh, she's going to university. Nobody has yeah. gone to university in the family yet. So she's the first. So very, very proud. So this is, the education is great, but then still stay home. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. no, it's fine to study, but no, go, don't go to work yet. Okay. <laughs> but of course, I graduated and I was like, what, what now? Now I need to find a job. And it's very difficult to find a job in Italy, especially in the south of Italy, without knowing somebody that can recommend you. Even if you want to be cleaning toilets you need somebody to recommend you to say yes she's good to clean the toilets so you need to find somebody that know you need to know somebody in the company to even be considered for interview wow and it's very tough but all of a sudden some kind of miracle happened a friend of mine i would like to clarify a guy not a girl sicilian (laughs) guy was working in a call center in the uk he was providing technical support in english and spanish and Italian and said we're looking for a new agent they could speak English French and Italian would you be interested mm-hmm. and of course I said yes because I'm looking for a job and I always wanted to live in England always that was always been a dream of mine I said you know this is probably happening it's a sign from above I don't know let's do it so they invited me for an interview on the phone I did the interview went fine and they offered me the job so it's like all of a sudden, should all I take the job? Phone. Yeah, it was called center based. So it's like yeah, yeah, whatever. That makes sense. We don't have it. as long as you can. <laughs> and to be fair, there were the call center was mainly for they call they used to call us the students, very young people, underpaid. They mm-hmm. wanted like a work experience abroad. So they say, yeah, just come over. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is actually happening. And I was so petrified. I said, am I actually going? And I've been away from home on holiday, but I never left home for good or for a long period of time, really, for months. It would have been a four-month contract. And you know what? I, I, I called my relatives asking permission. Do you think I should be going? What do you think? Are you okay if I go? It's like I wasn't free to choose for myself. I needed, I felt, I felt like I had to ask people, get consent for from everybody mm-hmm. to go, which is not right. Anyway, they say, some people say, oh yeah, go, go. Other people are like, oh, where are you going? What age were but you then, Claudia? I was 23, 23. 23. So the opportunity was too good. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's not forever. It's only four months. I learned English. It's going to get better. Let's go. That was the last time that my dad bought me a flight or paid for something for me. I remember that was the last time that he, yeah, because I never worked before. So that was the last time and going forward, that was my money. 
earning. And I still remember the feeling of sickness at the airport, waving goodbye to my parents. I was physically sick. There was the stress of saying, oh my God, I'm going to be alone. I, I'm, what am I doing? I just want to go back into my comfort zone. But pride was hard not stronger than anything. Yeah, it's hard. The first one is hard because you don't want to recognize it. You're there and it's like everything is shaking. You're like, oh my God, when am I going to see you Oh my God, I'm again? actually yeah. going and... And I you don't have anybody on the other side that you really know yeah. it, it is. It can be. There was just this guy waiting. So yeah, and then you're going to stay in a house and share accommodation with other people from the call center, which I didn't know. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And I landed here in the UK on 1st of March 2005. It was, of course, raining, miserable, and cold. <laughs> it was the welcome, welcome to England. <laughs> and you were coming from sunny weather as well. I was coming from. It was quite nice in, the, in March over there, mm. and it was that was when my new life started. First of March, two thousand five, <laughs> and I landed at Stansted Airport, and I realized the very moment that my English wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> because I even struggled to buy my train ticket to my final destination. And I couldn't understand the lady uh, the, at the counter say, asking for a ticket, and she couldn't understand me what I was asking. And I said, oh, I'm going to be in trouble now. I'm going to be working in a call center, <laughs> <laughs> picking, picking up phone calls in Italian, English, and French and provide technical support on IT things I don't even understand in my own language. Wow. So they said this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about I getting out of your comfort zone. There we go. <laughs> it was painful. So I got there. I met everybody. I was living in his house with other four boys from different parts of Europe. Everybody's speaking in their own English. So trying to learn English from them, it was in mission impossible. I spent the first three months of my life here pretty much not saying anything. I couldn't really work on the phone. So the, my manager put me offline and said, right, do some admin until you get up to speed with English. Oh, but that's lovely. At least he kept you. Oh, he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah, okay. He find another way for you to stay there. That's let's start good. just with Italian clients yeah. and then let's switch it to Italian French and then let's do it in English. It was very frustrating. I was crying every day to be honest every day i was like you know when you're the prisoners that they mark like a, slime, yeah. a line on the wall it's like yeah the day one day left to, yeah that's what i was doing i was counting the days to when i could go back home and my contract was expiring it was a struggle first three months i couldn't understand anything i said i'm not saying anything because i feel stupid they don't understand and me my accent is shocking the only thing I did it was watching television because, you know, on television, they speak slowly and clearly. Yeah. I probably mm. watched so many junk programs, but they did help. <laughs> yeah, and they do. all of a sudden, once, one morning, well, I put switch. And it was like, I understand. I am actually understanding. It was like a switch. I started understanding what people were saying. And that made me feel more confident and say, I can do that. I can start talking, making mistakes, doesn't matter, it doesn't repeated, matter. Mm -hmm. people making fun out of me, feeling mortified, carrying on anyway. And then after four months, they said, do you want to stay at the two months? So, you know, your contract is six months at the end. They said, yeah, let's do it. And after six months, they said, would you like to stay for another six months? So at least you do a one year a yeah. year and it's good for your CV. I did that. I was still looking for jobs back home. There was nothing there for me. Nothing. And here, in the meantime, they were offering me another job in the web team. <laughs> That's where I found my passion for web design. You were meant to, to stay, job. Claudia. <laughs> you were meant to stay. There was I no was way meant out. to stay. <laughs> but the best thing is that I was getting from one job to another. My career was progressing thanks to my knowledge and experience and not based on the people that could recommend me. So there was like things in the UK are different than in Italy. I can actually make it based on me, not based on people around me. Mm -hmm. And I've been here since. But, you know, I've been in the, working as an employee. For me, it's always been like a safe place. They say, oh, just find, just find a full-time job yeah. and you're yeah. going to be safe for life. Yeah. 
I've been what made redundant shock, four times. <laughs> four times. I've been made redundant four times <laughs> in the safe environment of being a full-time employee. So being employee is employed is not a safe place to be. It's it. When you got to England on 2005, that was the peak, right? That was like in Ireland as well. It was the peak. It was the Celtic Tiger. I don't know how do you call it, guys, in England. Or was it always in the same... No, because 2000, 2008, it crashed. It yeah, crashed. Yeah, everywhere. correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. With the crisis. Yeah, that it lasted. It so lasted. I think it was, I just, <laughs> yeah, I got here at the, at the right time. I think yeah. it was the perfect timing to arrive. Yeah, no, because I did, I arrived to Ireland on the year following year. I think mine was two, April, you said March 2005. I think I moved to Ireland April 2006. Yeah, so it was just at the peak, and then two years later, it just went like, boom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the market crashed. Yeah. I remember. I was about, you know, I, I didn't really see the effect of the market crashing because I was employed, I was in my little bubble. Yeah. The company was a UK-based company, so we just carried on anyway. Probably they, they, they didn't, I didn't really notice it. I was just stuck doing my job. Yeah, my 9 to 5, think, going to work, yeah. doing my job. Especially, I think for people who had like a lower income as well, like I did back then, it wasn't really affecting. Yeah. It really didn't affect as much. It's like okay, we're still getting paid the same because they couldn't. They couldn't lower that. They couldn't lower the minimum wage. That was that was the minimum minimum, and they couldn't put it yeah. lower than that. So yeah, so I think it was very different from people who had a higher income back then. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. I'll just carry on working, doing my nine to five, looking forward to the weekend. But it was like, uh, just that, like, did your job. Nothing, you couldn't do anything more or be creative because you just mm-hmm. have to stick to your job title or job description. But, you know, redundancy came. I was like, it had that jo- end job. Redundancy came that. And I moved to another job, another redundancy. And every time I have to prove myself, you know, when you go for job interviews, yeah. or even with, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you have to pitch yourself mm-hmm. to persuade the potential client that you're the right person for them. It was a struggle. The public speaking, the just standing up in front of people to say my name and blushing and... I'm probably look red right now. It's because we got 40 degrees <laughs> of roasting. But I would have, I would have been like... It's my turn to speak now, and I would shake. And you know, it's difficult when you go for interviews and come up confident that you're you're not. One afternoon on a Sunday, I was ready to go back to work one day, and I said, "I need to do something about it. This is not working." So I went on Google, and I found a free workshop in my town where it was like called a free confident workshop, where you could just go there. There was a life coach telling you, like, giving you some tips. Mm-hmm. I said, let's go along. And that l- coaching session was fantastic. I follow up with a life coach. And I told her, you know, it's a dream of mine to be a public speaker. Like something out of my comfort zone, it won't ever happen. Stand on a stage like a TEDx, TEDx talk and just having people listening to me. Yeah. So I, I don't know what I would be talking about, but that's <laughs> like one of the dreams. And yeah, it's one of these things you think that's not going to happen. And she said, why don't you join Toastmasters International, which is an organization across the globe. You can find them anywhere in the world. And that's a safe place to become a public speaker where you can learn. I said, okay, never heard of it. I don't know what it is. So I Google it and I found a club near my house. So I went along to the first meeting and it's such a nice, safe environment. Pretty much they ask you, would you like to say your name and why you're here? And I was like, okay. Um, I just um. said, <laughs> and I was like, about to say, no, I don't want to do that. I'd rather die. <laughs> but I said, I'm here for this reason. I'm going to do it. Get out of my comfort zone. I stood up. After all, it's just my name. <laughs> well, how can you go wrong? <laughs> so I did it. If I say it wrong, they don't know it anyways. It's my name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just, I did. I stood up and said, oh, my name is Claudia. I'm here because I am shy. And, <laughs> and everybody does so nice. And they're nodding at me. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we know why you're here. Why? Because we feel the same. Aww. Such a nice, safe place. I fell in love with it. And I started feeling this power, like this energy all of a sudden. Say, I actually like standing in front of people. I thought I would 
didn't like that. And all of the started, I said, I love it. I love it. I'm going to become a member. I signed up as a member straight away. I got elected seven months later. I got elected vice president of public relations in my club. And now Ooh, I'm the president of the club. Congratulations. It's, like, <laughs> it's a, it's a English speakers club and I'm not English speaker, native speaker. And that makes me immensely proud of it. That out of all the English native, they chose me to become the president this That's year. That's amazing, that gives Claudia. me even more. And just looking back, I'm, when I arrived, I couldn't buy my train ticket. And now I'm the president <laughs> of a speaker's club. That's unbelievable. It's, it's just amazing I, what you can achieve, is it? When you, be, when you set absolutely. up, when you're like, okay, I want that. I want, I want that. I'll, I can get there. Absolutely. And then I just got to the stage that I cannot go ahead anymore in this way where everybody work are shining because they they are strong like brave enough to stand up and i'm not so many times i work i was doing my job very well and my manager would you like to give a presentation in front of the entire department like 50 people no i'd rather die than doing it so somebody else would do it in my place Mm -hmm. And they would get noticed and then get the promotion. Yeah. And I, I was so annoyed. It's like, why well, I'm not getting the promotion and I'm doing the job? Just because I'm no, nobody noticed me. That's how, how it works. Mm -hmm. So something needed to be done. And finally, I did it. And look where I am today. I'm the president of a speaker's club. I'm an not English longer an employee. Club. English speaker's club. English speaker's club, I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and now for redundancy later, I'm... I decided to say, I'm not going to be an employee anymore. I'm going to open my company. And now I'm, uh, I am run my business. Claudia, and without it's amazing. It's, it's an amazing, it. amazing story. It's just like, just before we started the podcast, I was like, Claudia, how are you getting on? We had spoken about a month ago. And she was like, yeah, I am so busy. I'm like busier than when like, you know, COVID was hitting. Just now I'm like, I'm crazy busy. I don't know what to do. So it, it is, you set up those intentions. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And sometimes you don't know how, like, I'm sure yeah. when you stood in front of there and you wanted, you know, when you went to Toastmaster the first time, I don't know how I'm going to say my name, but I'm going to find a way to say my name and speak out loud and make sure they hear my voice. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't matter if you flow because we all blushed. Like, you know, it, it is, the, it's, you're nervous. You're in front of people yeah. that you don't know. It's the first reaction we get, you know, sweaty palms, the whole thing. But once you do it, you do it that first time, and the second time you it learn. becomes easier, and the third time it becomes easier, and it's easier and easier. Yeah, it's like even for this podcast when you said, "Oh, would you like to come along?" I said, yeah, I like it's bread and butter to me. I'm I'm fine. I, I don't think like, "Oh no, I don't want." To. I'm so scared. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Why not? If I can stand up in front of two people, I can do it in front of three or four, or mm -hmm. talking to you on Zoom. Yeah. Why not? I can do it. Yeah. And it's an amazing feeling. And just say, you were saying earlier, oh, you, when you get like a sweaty palm, so you shake. If you're a business owner and you're pitching a service to a potential client and you look like, yeah, and then we do, uh, they're not, they're not going to buy no. from you. You don't show up as a confident person. Mm -hmm. Why would they, well, they can't trust you. Yeah. I remember one of my friends <laughs> gave me this like really valuable tip before because um, I used to work as a bartender for years and full of confidence. I had no problem talking to people, strangers, anybody. I'll make friends straight away. And then I started college and I had to do a presentation and I'm like, how the hell am I going to do that? I'm going to freeze. I'm going to get so nervous. And he was like, Maria, pretend you that get it behind the desk, pretend that's the bar and those are your customers. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, that is so genius. <laughs> so That's it, genius. It, it was perfect because was, that was my comfort zone when it came to being around a big group of people. So just by imagining yeah. that, he was like, just pretend. I just think that the, the desk is your bar. And I'm like, that is great. And I remember it was just like that. It was just so simple. So it, it was that little switch, you know, that, okay, let's, let's do something that is, you know, out of our comfort zone. But. It's something that we bring, something that we know that we can do, you know, that, that I, I could do that. I'm like, okay, now I feel it's all right. <laughs> I'm still going to sweat yeah. it down. 
but I'm okay. I can stand here. But do it. You know that there was the first sphere for ever for human beings, putting the first word. It's public speaking. It's public speaking. It's first number one. And mm -hmm. you know the second one? The, in the, it's, it's the fear of death. Death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you believe people would rather die than speak yeah, in public? Yeah, public. <laughs> but you even said that word. You even said that. I was like, I would rather die than having to stand there and having to give a presentation. <laughs> you know, like you even use those words. That's amazing. I, I love because your story, it, Claudia. It's, that's, that's so much <laughs> psychology behind it. Like, why, why we care so much about what people, people may think, think about us? Yeah. I think that's and what they I think. Oh, my, my hair is not right. I spend mm -hmm. most of my days on Zoom nowadays yeah. talking to people. Yeah. And I can see my face and I see my hair is not right sometimes. That right now it looks decent compared to other times. <laughs> like that. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. me. It's, it's not going to make a difference if my web design skills, it's not going to affect my web design skills if my hair is not perfect. But I think that also, like that. yeah, but I think, Claudia, I think that is also something that being, I think women have brought that into business now. Mm -hmm. That before that was not feasible. You know, a lot of people, when they say, okay, this is the picture you have to have for LinkedIn. And this is the picture you have to have for Instagram. And this is the picture you have to have for Facebook. And I'm like, no. I'm like, why can't you have the same picture for all of it? Like, that's you. If you're radiating, why do you have to... Put a suit on to have a picture taken for LinkedIn, you know, and Absolutely. sit there and be all like, okay, being all stuff. Yeah, one of these portraits. You know, I, I don't get that, you know, like, because uh, I remember I got up, like, you know, I think like when I when I got up my pictures taken, I remember my photographer said the same thing. He was like, you're gonna have to do this, and I'm like, no, dude. I was like, no. I was like, why would I? Because the same thing I'm going to post on LinkedIn, I'm going to post it on Facebook. That's still going to be me. You know? Yeah. So I think that's the thing. And I think broom, women have brought that, that more in the business side than, than men would have been more, no, this is, has to be like this and this and this. Maybe mm. if there's a man listening, they're going to kill me. But I think, I, think, <laughs> I think we have brought more of that female, you know, feminine touch into business that we're like, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm having a Zoom call with you and I'm wearing this and I'm like, yeah, no, and this is me, you know, because a lot of, I, I've, I'm, I'm glad enough, like a lot of the women that I meet, but they barely wear makeup. Mm. I really, I've, I honestly, they barely wear makeup, you know, and I think that's probably yeah. because I barely wear makeup. So a lot of the women are connected. But, like, okay, uh, this. Yeah, my natural. skills are not going to change if my hair is brushed or not i tend to brush it but it doesn't matter my skills are my skills exactly so and that's a, that's the confidence also, you bring it's your confidence yeah. what you can do so it doesn't matter if like yeah if i brush my hair this morning or if i didn't and also i don't need to present like oh yes i'm in my office do you know what i am right now i'm talking to you this is my bed i'm in bed <laughs> <laughs> it looks like yeah look, look i got butterflies there this is my bedroom and it doesn't matter <laughs> see, I couldn't know. I, could, I thought you were sitting down. I thought you were sitting down in a bench in the kitchen. That, that's what it would look like to me. And I'm, like, I'm honest. I'm just. I'm, I tell my client, like I'm. I'm in bed right now. We are in lockdown. Yeah. My house is small. I've got my husband downstairs on conference calls. I need to talk to you. I'd rather be in my bed yeah. and it doesn't yeah. matter. As long as I'm decent, I'm yeah. not in my pajamas. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it is so that's the, the kind of thing. Be relaxed. I'm not... Mm. Yeah. So that's... Why not? I don't need to be look perfect to, to, to still perform. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's that is. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. It's just like you know, Claudia. I started about a couple of th like three years ago, and I remember my first meant my first coach was it was a man, and it was just like we just didn't connect. And I'm looking at him, and I was like, no, I was like, and I then I had no clue about business, you know. Like I, I of course, yeah. I, like you, I worked my whole life, and I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. My parents used to be business owners, so you know, kind of got a little bit from them the feeling, but. I remember sitting there and I was like, something is just not sitting right. Anyways, this is not sitting right. Why do I have to do this? You know, like, like this way. I was like, I'm going to find a different way. And then talking to women, you know, like yourself, it's just like I find different ways that, you know, women are incorporating and it's just more, it flows more easy and it's more feminine. It's more, you know, 
Yeah, there is parts. I know there's a lot of us that are very, you know, we have that yin yang and a lot of, a lot of it is men's side there. I don't know which one is the part of, that is more male. Yeah. But we do, we do, we do, you know, it's like action, 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 which is good. But it's good to have that balance as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Claudia, before, okay, give us a few tips since you're a web designer. I, I, was, I was like, I'm going to pick your brain. For people who are just getting started on their business, you know, I said, I asked you that before, you know, there's that whole thing. It's like, oh, should I have a website? Should I not have a website? Some people's like, oh, I've been booking clients without a website. In your opinion, how important is to have a website when you start your business? I would say it's key to have a website, especially nowadays where we are online only. Just like, honestly, half an hour before jumping to this podcast, I got a call from a potential client. She found me on Google. And she found me on Google because she was looking for Squarespace design, web designer near me. And that's one of the keywords I use on my website. And uh, this is all linked to the SEO, so the search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. If you don't have SEO, if you don't have a website, you don't really have an SEO properly done. Mm-hmm. You have to rely on Facebook, but it's not really your website. It's not your content. Like It's your content, but it's stored on website, on Facebook. If Facebook goes bust tomorrow, that's it, your page is gone. Yeah. Your web page, your group, or whatever, it's gone. Well, well your website, you are the owner of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So your website. Website is your core, where you so where you your services and where all your social media will point back to. So if uh, social media is used mainly for marketing, you say, "I am here, come and visit my website," mm-hmm. and that's the first thing you when you want something to work with a professional. I always look at their website. I just don't rely on what's on or what's on their social media. I want to see what's on the core, which is their website. And some mm-hmm. people don't even have a website. It's like if you haven't got a website, I would, I don't know, it's something missing, it's something, it's not, your business is not ready yet. So I strongly, not just because I'm a web designer, I'm not saying come <laughs> to me, but I just say in general, have a website, it's fundamental. Your website will help you with SEO, be mm. found on Google, you can use your font, your color, your branding, you can customize it. You can have as many pages as you want. Have a website is fundamental, especially nowadays. You must have a website. But as you said, it's it's easier once you go to the website. You get more of an idea what the person does. Yeah, you know, as in going into you know because you might go into somebody's Facebook page, right, and or Facebook profile. But if they just started their business, and they might let's say if they started their business, I don't know, let's say three four months ago. Their yeah. content is going to be very different from where it was four months ago. So you're, yeah. just going to, you're just getting that quick glimpse that you're like, mm, okay, well, they just started, you know, they're not, and, they're, and because when you're just getting started, you're not really sure, you know, where to bring yeah. your content and everything. As in the website, you, you know exactly what you're putting in there. It's your website. Yes. You know exactly what it is. You can update it. You it's your business. So it gives you a professional look and feel. People say, oh, you should go website. Perfect. If your website is, looks modern, responsive, so it look, looks good on mobile, even better. Mm-hmm. You know, 70% of the traffic nowadays come from a mobile device, Yeah. not from a desktop. Some people forget about it. It's like, oh, let's have a, this nice website. Or my website was built like 10 years ago. But I'm not going to use my desktop to look you up while I'm on the go. I will use my mobile phone. Yeah. And if your website is not responsive, so optimized for a mobile device, it will look like your, your uh, text is so tiny. It's like a big screen in a tiny little device. I'm not going to read it. It's old. It looks old. And uh, it feels like if you don't keep your website up to date, you don't really care about your business. That's the feel you get. Well, you, you, it's like, it's like image. Mm-hmm. If you go to a meeting and you, you haven't brushed your hair or you had a shower, people say, you don't really care about me, like as a client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your website as well will reflect you as a business. So 100% have a website. Have a website. You can, you can build your website yourself and just pay for the hosting. There are some websites you can, you only pay like 12 pounds a month to have them live. 
if you want to build yourself or you hire a web designer to do it for you as a peace of mind that will take care of everything. Yeah, yeah no. you can start from, from nothing. It's honestly, it's peanuts. It, it is. It's, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy because I said it to you. I was like, I built my own, but it's just like as I went through with the years and time, I, you know, I try to learn more stuff about it. I'm no good at SEOs. I'm, I'm still like tiptoeing around that. But, uh, but it's, it is, it's a part of being creative. And like you said, like bringing that, bringing people there. Cause like when people ask me, it was like, Oh, can you send me info? I'm like, well, you can just jump on my website and check there. Cause I have everything yeah. there. I keep it up to date. You know, if it's the magazine, if it's a podcast, but well, the podcast goes automatically. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what's, what is the point for me to bring you somewhere else when you can just go there and Absolutely. have a look at everything that I'm doing, you know? Yeah. So your website is the place where you store, store everything. So you can have your podcast there, your videos. It's mm -hmm. a central place where your, your core, the core of your business. Mm -hmm. And most of the time before people come and talk to me, they check my website first and then they talk to me. It's not the other way around. They yeah. don't talk to me and then they go and well, check the website. So it's important. People look you up on in the internet and they expect okay. you to have a website. Well, especially before they it's even so accessible now. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, it's very accessible. <laughs> and, it, and you don't need to be able to code or be a web developer coding. You don't need to do that anymore. Most of the web, new websites are all um, CMS. That means it's pretty much drag and drop. Mm -hmm. You can do it yourself. So highly recommend it. Get a website. Yeah. Well, you I can get it. You, yeah, I you can recommend to get to you though, because you do. You are absolutely your fonts <laughs> and your colors. Like you've done uh, one uh, somebody that I know, somebody well, one of your clients, and I know her. And the fonts, the colors are absolutely beautiful. It just reflects so much of who she is, the and brand, like yeah. she's like she's on her also because she's on her fifties. The that color, I was just like, okay, that was the first thing I was like by looking at that color, I knew what kind of um. The personality. Uh, their personality yeah. and what kind of clients she works with, what kind of age clients she works with. If that, I mean, that for me, everybody, like things represent different for everybody. But that was for me. I seen the color, I seen her, and I was like, that is the perfect color for you and your business. Yeah. That, Absolutely. That, yeah. <clears throat> and I made sure that my clients' <laughs> logos and their branding, the colors, the fonts, the imagery, all match. Sometimes I go onto website. And they got one logo, the rest of the website is different colors, images that don't match at all with the look and feel. It's very confusing. That pushes customers away. It's, <laughs> no. You need to be consistent, understanding the customer journey. You, didn't, you don't need to think about, oh, I like it, so it's good. You need to think yeah. about your end user. Yeah. And I always say, if your website, if you're a seven-year-old child or your old grandmother can navigate your website, then your website is perfect. It's perfect. If awesome. they can't navigate it, that means it needs work. Lord. Your website is no user-friendly. <laughs> so it needs to be able, a, a child needs to be able to navigate it through. And what you want, there's always, there must always be a call to action on every page. So many times I see a website with pages, text, images, mm -hmm. amazing. And okay, well, where do I go next? You don't know. It's like, okay, you need to tell your client, your user, where to click next. And you pretty much say, okay, click here, contact me. Yeah. Or go and look at my service page. So many times you feel like, I don't know what to do. And then you mm. think, why do I need to make the thinking? There's a book, I don't remember the author, it's called Don't Make Me Think. And it's all about usability, how to make mm. the user experience as easy as possible. So you need to, make sure that the funnel works so you the, your user comes to the home page what do you want them to do next do you want them to contact you or do you want them to go and check your service page first okay services put a button there they will click on that they will read the content now what do you want them to do book a call with you go to your contact page read your blog take them through every single step don't mm -hmm. make them think yeah make the path easy for them and some people forget to have a content page built on the website. <laughs> it is even marketing agencies have been doing audits for them. And their contact page, which is the most important, important page of your entire website, even more important than the, your homepage, they had the link. It wasn't even on the top navigation. It was buried in the footer. It's like, you certainly you want me to contact you in order to buy from you. 
Oh, yeah, but I don't, know where, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Therefore, I'm, I'm not going to spend a second more looking up this information on your website. Mm -hmm. I move to the next provider. So make sure that your contact page, the most important page of your website, is easily accessible. Accessible. Oh, right. yeah, it needs to be accessible very easily. Perfect. So that's my top tip. <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you, Claudia. <laughs> Love you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Uh, it's just so inspiring. So, so inspiring. Look at you. Now you're going to be on public speaking gigs. Once COVID is up, you're going to be talking in stages and all that. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Ted Talks. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait, lady. Uh, Claudia, if anybody wants to reach out to you and um, to work with you, to get to know you more, where they can find you, hon? Our website. The, the, ha -ha, they can find me on my website of course <laughs> so my website is my name so it's www.claudiatinirello.com so hopefully we can have this written somewhere because you know the spelling I is will, quite long I will. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's well, perfect that's so, but it's my name.com and it's that's where you will find me and you will see lots of big buttons call to actions very easy for you to know where to go next <laughs> all right perfect so that's you go and check her website then you see how a website is done and then you can hire her to do your website she does an amazing amazing job so claudia once again thank you so much for being here and thanks for sh opening up and sharing your story thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure honestly <laughs> thank you Thank you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.